Hello, welcome to Buddha's teaching. Namaste to everyone out there, anywhere, and everywhere. My name is Soti Tim. In this episode, I'd like to talk about the mind again, but from a different perspective, from a different approach to the mind. As we all know, Buddha's teaching is all about who we are, about how the mind and the body works together. And the Buddha concentrates a lot on teaching about how our mind works. Because human suffering arises from our own defiled mind. If we do not know what our mind is doing, then we suffer. So the big concentration on Buddha's teaching is about the mind. In the Tripitaka or the Buddhist canons, there are three volumes or three canons to the to the teaching to to uh, Buddhism. The first canon is the Vinaya, which is the rules for the. Uh, that applies to all monastic life, to the monks and uh, nuns, or, or people, or bhikkhuni. During Buddha's time, there were bhikkhuni that last about 500 years or so, I believe. And the middle canon, which is the famous sutra that we all know and learn about, and you know, study and about the sutra covers mostly about Buddha's teaching about the lesson that he gave, the sermon that he gave, um, the story that people talk about what the Buddha did, how the Buddha helped people, how the Buddha solved problem, solve issue that arise, whether personally, if someone went to challenge the Buddha, or in, the, in, social, in society, like Buddha help people, help the villagers, help countries from having wars and all that. So the Sutra, which is the, pop, the, the most popular canon, it's all about that. It's about Buddha's teaching plus um, stories of what the Buddha taught. Now, in the last canon of the Tripitaka, the Tripitaka means the three volumes or the three canon. The first word, Trip, T-R-I, means three. So the third one is what we call the Abhidharma. The Abhidharma is a more technical canon that dissect the mind. This is the 
probably the most sophisticated, the most detailed formula of human mind that anyone can um, can see. That anyone who wants to understand about human mind, this is where you can understand when you learn and study about this last canon. When you dive into the Abhidharma, you will see that there's no one else on earth who can come up with this kind of lesson. The lesson about the mind, about the different activities, that the Buddha breaks down the mind into the very, very tiny segment that is at the fraction speed of light. There's no one. There's no one can do that, except that person is a fully liberated, fully enlightened, who have achieved the full knowledge. So all of those knowledge is in the Abhidharma, and in that Abhidharma, the mind, our mind, is dissected into very into many. Um, section many uh, aspect okay that uh, anyone can you know who interested can learn if you only practice buddhism from a level of study in the sutra you can get to a certain level to a certain um, degree of knowledge about the teaching but it doesn't really touch um, deep on deep into the mind itself so that's what I like to talk about today okay so this is a important subject that I keep saying over and over again so and there are different ways that we try to we can Try to get the message out to you. Okay, I have a way, or two or three ways that I can try to come up to access the to get the, to the same message. Just go there to, from a different angle, from a different perspective, because people learn from you know people are different. We all know that, so. Maybe one way does not work, you know, for them, and there's another way that you can approach it, you know. But whatever way it is, the the direction is only one. There's there's only one direction that go to the to the core of the teaching, which is our mind. Okay, our mind. Most of us be not aware that our mind has uh, two parts to it. Okay, one is intellectual, our intellectual mind, the mind that we use uh, to perform functions in our daily life. Okay, the mind that we use. When we when we go to school, we learn, you know, A B C. We learn to write. We learn to um, add 
we learn to we learn algebra we learn the different skill okay from kindergarten all the way through um, law school phd engineering master phd degree and all that that mind is called the intellectual mind so the intellectual mind is very important for our survival we need that and based we, we we need the intellectual mind to to do things to support ourselves to 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 first of all to learn to earn our living because you know, we use our intellectual intellect to go to work to do trade um, to do all kinds of stuff in order to make a living right so that's the intellectual part and our intellect as we all know are different okay we every single one of us do not have the same level of intellect some are has more capability they can do more some can do less and that is just the way it is that's that is just the way that's how the brain our brain is formed and put together that there's no explanation to it why one is you know uh, in a, in a can thing or do thing in a certain way and one is not but whatever it is our intellect um, is different from one person to the next a person may be intellectually um, you know really uh, intellectually really advanced into technology the other one is very advanced into um, law into different field physics electricity chemistry carpentry you name it you know we all have our own different niche our own different skills which is a good thing you know because the world is diverse and we don't want you know everyone to have the same intellectual properties and that's good Well, but as long as we we can support ourselves, you know, with what we have, with our own intellectual power, and that's good enough. And this intellectual, our intellect builds from one generation to the next, right? So we build on last generation knowledge. Whatever knowledge that they have, they pass it on, and we build on it. So, our intellectual power grow over time. From ancient time to now, the power of our intellect has increased tremendously, and it increased faster and faster. You know, we can do a lot more today than than. You know, 50 or 100 years ago, 
And if you compare to even a few hundred years ago, it's like it's it's unimaginable. Okay. So the speed of the advance of our intellects is just gonna keep uh, increasing, keep getting faster and faster. And because of this, one of the drawback is the when when the advancement in in and intellectual stuff getting really fast there will be a lot of people that is falling behind especially the uh, older folks okay they will fall behind in especially in developed countries and that requires a lot of training, a lot of uh, development, a lot of uh, you know change in the way the society is structured. You know to help keep the uh, the population moving along with the advance advancement in the human intellectual power. So that's our intellectual mind. Okay, so that's that. That's one side of our mind. All right. Now there's another side of our mind that is even more powerful than our intellectual mind. Okay. If you think that our intellectual mind is powerful, we can build rockets right, to the moon, to outer space. We can break the atom to the smallest part. Even that power, with that intellectual power, with all that power, that power of that intellectual mind is still in no way in comparison to the other mind that we have. That other mind is our emotional mind. The, our emotional mind is of tremendous power is of tremendous capacity it owns the intellectual mind okay it owns the intellectual mind and believe it or not our own emotional mind has not advance at all from the early stage of humankind up until now we all have the same emotion what are they anger right happy joy sad mad okay jealous hatred Envy, regret, resentment, sad, depressed, all of these emotions that we have right now, okay, it's nothing new. This emotion mind that we have has been with a human race since the early age, 
since the beginning as far as we know. It has not changed. Okay, so imagine this. We, at first, our intellect was not that smart. Okay, back thousand, you know, thousands or hundred thousand or million, millions of years ago, back then. So, let's say if you have uh, a vehicle or a bicycle with two wheels or a motorcycle that has two wheels. So, both wheels spin at about the same speed. Now, as the brain power grows, the other wheels stay the same. Okay, so just picture that. As our intellectual power grow and grow, our intellectual mind becomes smarter and smarter, you know, from the Stone Age to the to the Bronze Age to the Iron Age or you know to the automobile age, we advance. We know how we learn how to use tools. We learn how to uh, make things with our hands. You know, we start from stone to to uh, you know to metal, and then we we can make metal move, and you know things like that, right? So our brain power keeps changing and keeps moving, keeps developing. Okay, and getting faster. But in the meantime, our emotional mind is still the same. Nothing changed. When you're happy, you're mad, angry, you're sad, you, you know, whatnot, nothing's changed at all. So now if you can imagine uh, a, a two-wheel thingy, right? One to the left and one to the right. It started out as okay, you know, going along nicely. Okay, so we keep going forward, and then, but all of a sudden, one wheel start to spin faster than the other. Now, because one wheel starts to spin faster, we start to go in circle. Okay. When the intellectual mind starts to get faster, the circle is big, you know, even though it moves faster than one move faster than the other, the circle is big. But as we develop, one that one wheel keep spinning faster and faster, while the other wheel remain at the same speed. Okay, when that happens, the circle is getting smaller and smaller. Okay, what does that mean? When, what does it mean that the circle is getting smaller and smaller? It means that our level of anxiety, the level of our stress, the level of the tension, is building because now we operate in a smaller circle the circle gets smaller it gets more tense 
it gets more congested. So we experience more and more uh, tension in our life. We experience more stress because because one wheel operates faster than the other. Okay. So, what does that mean? So, what is this emotional mind that we I'm talking about here that we need to develop? Okay, this is the important part. Buddhist Buddha's teaching is going after this part. Develop our mind. Wake up. The emotional mind, so that it can catch up with the speed of our intellectual power. Okay, if we can, if we don't do that, we gonna our circle will become smaller and smaller, and then one day it will crash. Okay, so we have to develop this emotional mind. We have to liberate our own emotional mind from this. Ever increasing tension from this increasing or decreasing circle that we are living in. Okay. So, what is our emotional mind, and how is it? You can look at it now. You know all the different emotion that we have, right? We have this happy and sad, and angry and you know, mad, upset, stress, being stressful and all that. Now, you get to understand about the mind. Okay, this mind, this emotional mind. What is it? Where does this emotion come from? Okay. First of all, do you know where that emotion come from? Does your emotion arise from what you think, or does it arise from somewhere else? Do you think yourself into happiness, or you just feel happy? Do you? Think yourself into anger, or you just become angry. Okay, so you know you don't think when it comes to emotion; it just come up, right? Yeah. When you're happy, you you just know you're happy. You can feel it, right? You can feel the anger. You can feel the happiness. You can feel the joy, the ecstasy. Or the the stress, you no, know, the anxiety. You can feel it. You don't you don't think yourself into that. You feel it, right? So our emotion does not come out from thinking. That's why we have two minds: emotional mind and intellectual mind or thinking mind. 
Okay. So this emotional mind that arises, where where does it live? Where is that? What is it? You can feel it. So, what? Let's say you you are in love with somebody. Where do you feel it? Right? In your heart, right? Yeah. Still think about that. Okay. When you feel the love, when you have this love, you feel it in here. You feel the you know you feel so nice and warm. You know the love. Oh. You know, I love him. I love that feel is in there. It's so sweet and nice. It's not in your head. It's your whole body feeling it, right? Angry. Now the same thing. When you feel angry, where do you feel it? It's not just in your heart, right? Your whole body temperature rise. Okay. Every single when you're angry, you can feel the temperature. The more you're angry, right? Let's say if you get into a shouting argument, you can feel it everywhere. You can feel it in your head. You can feel the the tension in your muscle, in your legs, in your bodies, all that, right? The neck, everywhere. So the emotional mind lives in your entire body. Okay, the entire body feel it. So that's your emotional mind. Okay, so the intellectual mind is in the head. The intellectual mind use the brain, use the memory, right, to do things. Okay, but the emotional mind is inside the whole body. Right, you you feel the thing, right? So how 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 does it come up? How does your emotion come up? Right, your emotion come up to whatever you know. Whether you you have you if if you just sit there, okay, you have no emotion. Let's say right now you are at peace. Your equanimous, your mind is still calm, so there's no emotion. Let's say, okay, and all of a sudden something happens. You hear something, right? Oh, good song. Or you hear screeching now, a screeching sound, screeching noise. Oh, I oh, it's hurt my ears, right? Or you see something. Whether pleasant, you like it, or you don't like it, right? Or you eat something, oh, it tastes good, or it doesn't taste good. You smell something, good or bad, and you, what do you do? First, you're at peace, right? When your mind is at peace, there's no emotion. But something happened, okay? Whether you sit there and you feel the chill, the cold air, oh, cold. Okay, what is that? That feeling. How does it come? Okay. That emotional mind 
is a reaction. Okay, it's a reaction of your entire body. Okay, it's a reaction to what you see. It's a reaction to what you hear, to what you smell, to what you you taste, to what you touch. That is your reaction. Okay, the re the reaction or the reactive mind. Okay, the reactive mind that change from when you are at peace, it change to like or don't like, like or don't like. You follow? First, you start at a mind that is at peace. But then it changed from light to don't light, light to don't light, depending on what happens out there. Okay, depending on what you see, you hear, you smell, you taste, or you touch. That is your emotional mind. Okay, your mind react. Your whole body react, okay, to all these things that is happening all around it, and also inside the body. Let's say you're sick. The whole, the emotion that arise from it is you don't feel good, right? So it's that feeling is is a reaction, okay. And that reaction is what we call a reactive mind, which is the origin of our emotional mind. Okay, you follow me? So, our reactive mind is the origin of our emotion. Simple enough, right? Yeah. You react to things. You like it or you don't like it. Okay. So we all, from birth until now, that's what we do. We re- we react, and there's no right or wrong. It's just our own nature. Okay. The nature of human being is like that. Or of any living being, even a mosquito or a little ant, they react to their surrounding. So our emotional mind react. Okay, it's a, the reactive mind is the emotional mind. Okay, and this emotional mind. Okay. This emotional mind is the mind that has not changed for millennia. Ever since the beginning of the human race, it's been like this. Okay, we just react to phenomena. We just react to everything that happens around us. Okay, 
weeds and the nature of all living beings. Why do we react? Why do animals react? We react because that's the survival nature of living beings. Okay, if we don't react, we die. Right? So we have to react fast, especially during the old days. If you don't move fast, you got eaten. Right? You got eaten. So you have to react fast, you have to move fast. And that has been a very old nature. But because of that, we got stuck with that reactive mind. With reactive mind, we have emotion. Okay, like, not like, like, not like, like, not like. Okay. And with like, not like, like, not like, there goes our feeling. Our feeling goes up, our feeling goes down. Due to all the stuff out there that's happening. That's our emotional mind right there. Okay? That emotional mind is what we call the our ego mind. Okay? Our ego mind has nothing to do with our intellectual mind. Our intellectual mind is just the intellect. It's just the brain power. It has nothing to do with the ego mind. The ego mind is very own emotion okay and this own this ego here I'm not saying it's good or it's bad okay because ego is just ego you know don't you say oh because you have ego that means it's not good it's not like that because that is just the way it is we name it an ego mind or I like to say an emotional mind Right? And somebody, some people, most people, a lot of people say ego, which is that is what it is, the, uh, our own reactive um, emotional mind. And because of this, okay, because our mind reacts very fast, as you all know, our mind acts very, 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 very fast, right? When our mind acts very fast, it doesn't stop to think a bit. It just react, right? And that's our problem. Okay? Why do we react so fast? Well, you know, it's because our own nature. It's, it's been with us like this for who knows for how long. But now it's time for us to develop that reaction, okay? It's time for us to move the wheel. That wheel that is stuck at the same speed, we need to speed it up. Okay? We need to develop that side of the wheel. Otherwise, we're gonna crash. Okay? Because the circle will get smaller and smaller. We have to develop this side of the wheel, the emotional mind. We need to start looking at our own mind our own reactive mind and believe it or not it's not making it faster but making it slower 
not react fast like before because right now we're not afraid to be to to get eaten by tiger or 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 uh, cheetah anymore right or lion anymore so we don't need to react like that before yes you we have to react fast or we got eaten right now nobody's eating anybody okay i mean in a human uh sense what i'm talking about and so we need to stop reacting to things too fast okay we need to slow down and that slow down is actually very good for our mind okay it's not speeding it up but it's slowing down but it's slowing down the emotional side of the mind you follow yeah it's slowing down the emotional side of the mind so right now our emotional mind or our ego mind we react okay two different things when something happened good or bad our emotion arise right so what we know so far as far as we know is what happened inside us is because of what happened out there right we are happy because somebody say you're singing a happy birthday give us a ring propose a, a marriage we got a promotion we got a we got a lucrative deal we made a sale right we make we get a lot of money so all of our emotion right now okay is happening because of whatever happened outside all right somebody cuss cuss at you you get you get mad you get angry right someone do something stupid you know you said you're stupid you're an idiot do this our, our emotion or our reactive mind which is our emotion okay happens because of what happens out there as far as we know and that's our mind and that's the mind that we have that's the only mind that we know of as far as we know until now since who know when and that has to change if we are to uh, to survive that has to change okay what we not realize is that when we have all this feeling right the happy the uh, anger the joy the the sadness anxiety um depression where is it happening again where is it happening out there or is happening inside of you that's a question right it's happening inside of you not out there but the thing is we said yeah i know it's not out there but it's because of those out things out there they are the cause of my happiness and they are the cause of my misery they are the cause of my mental well-being you see that 
just the reacting mind. Everything outside of you is the cause of our emotion. So our happiness, our sadness, all of the different feelings that we have is controlled by everything outside, not in you. You follow me? Your emotion right now that you've been that you know for all your life is controlled by everything outside. Is another word is controlled by the world. You're not in control of it at all. You just change from one mood to the next based on whatever happens to you. Because your mind's always reacting. That's the reason why you're never at peace. That's the reason why you are never at peace. Because your minds always react to everything that happens. You see, you need to slow down that reactive mind. So let me ask you again. And I'm going to leave soon for leave things for you to think for yourself. Okay? All of your feeling, your emotion, it happens where? Inside of you, not out there, right? So it's your feeling. Shouldn't you be in control of that feeling? Ask yourself. Shouldn't you be in control of that feeling? Because right now, your feeling, all of your emotion, happens according to everything outside of you. You cannot be just sitting there and be happy. No. You have to sit there, you have to, Oh, I'm bored. What do I do? Watch TV, go to the movie, drink a couple of beers, things off my mind right do things in order to keep yourself happy another word you cannot be happy with just yourself you cannot be at peace at all with yourself you have to have some kind of stimulant to make you happy you depend on outside stuff you depend on the world to make you happy and that's your problem Because you know the world is always changing. People are always changing. They are different. They are always changing. And when they change the way you like it, you're happy. And when they change the way you don't like it, you're not happy. Your boyfriend broke up with you, you're not happy. Hey, why you change? Well, people change, you know. You see, you have to be able to stand on your on your own your happiness is in you that's the part that you have to understand your mind have to change the way that your mind operate has to switch has to flip you if you want to have peace of mind you have to look at this my age what I need to, I, you know, I need to have 
it developed my ear. I can't just jump around from from branch to branch like a monkey based on whatever outside there that you know dictate my feeling. Why? What kind of fool is this? Am I right? My happiness depends on everything or everyone out there. Okay. Think about it. Is that wise? Is that smart or not? Your happiness belongs to you. You should be in control. It doesn't matter what happened out there. Now let's say somebody call you an idiot, and then you jump, you get mad, right? You see how you 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 react fast to what you hear. Now just because somebody call you an idiot, do you instantly become an idiot? Think about it. You still you, but your reactive mind makes you an idiot. How do you like that? You see, your reactive mind keeps saying you an idiot, you an idiot, you an idiot, and you become an idiot because of your reactive mind. Someone call you an idiot one time, you call yourself an idiot. I don't know how many times. Every time you think about it, you remember it. You say, "I'm an idiot." That guy called me an idiot. I'm so mad. There's no peace in you. That's the reason. So, that's what I like to leave with you because I'm running out of time right now. Your peace of mind should be yours. You should be in control. Okay. So this is. There has to be a change in you. Hey, wait a minute. I need to stop this reaction. Okay, I I need to do something here. Otherwise, you know, this mind here has no peace. Okay, so this is where I'm going to leave you and let you think about this, and I will continue in the next episode about how do we practice, how do we go about. Slowing down this reactive mind, right? How are we gonna go about slowing down this reactive mind so that you have some more peace within you? Okay, the more peace you have, the better life you have. So that's where I'm gonna leave you right now. And as always, you know, you're welcome to leave me a a comment or a voicemail. Okay, I will. Should certainly be glad to answer and back to you. And oh, by the way, I'm gonna put in a plug. I just have an ebook on Amazon. It's called Wisdom for Living. All right, it's an ebook. It's not a hard copy. It's called Wisdom for Living by Soti Tim. All right, you all have a good day or a good night. Bless you all.